Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode was recorded during a webinar entitled University Exchange Programme in Australia and Canada, featuring Queen's students who went on the exchange programmes Isabel and Mary, and is hosted by Conlove Burns from the Queen's Careers, Employability and Skills Department. Hello everybody, uh, thanks for coming along to the, the University Exchange uh, Information Session. My name's Conliff um, and I work in the, in the Global Opportunities Team um, in, in Queen's. Um, so we're going we're gonna to look at, at the exchange programme for academic year 21-22 um, and I suppose it does seem strange uh, that we're talking about uh, global opportunities um, considering that a lot of us can't even get out of our own town or village. Um, so, in terms of this program and other, you know, other programs like um, Study USA and, and Erasmus, um, we're hoping that the situation will improve and that will allow us um, that these type of exchanges to go ahead. Um, and that's why we're still running these these information sessions. Um, so, uh, if anybody wants to ask any questions, yeah, you can do so through the chat function um, on the right hand side. And one of my colleagues will be will be monitoring that, but I'll get to to the questions at the at the end, and then um, and then we'll, we'll we'll try and get through and answer them. So um, I'm just going to start um, going through the slides now. I'm just going to turn my camera off, but keep talking. Um, so in terms of the session itself, uh, we'll take a brief look at the the three universities um, that the exchange allows students to go to. We'll um, we'll uh, hear from a couple of students who uh, were out on the exchange in 1920. Um, we've got a few technical difficulties with, uh, with um, the sound, so we may push that from the middle of the presentation to the end of the presentation, but I'll let you know at the time. And then we'll um, go over some further information on how to apply and, uh, you know, on, on, on the programme for 21-22, and then we'll have um, some uh, time for questions then at the end. So, I think it would be remiss of me not to mention the, the how uh, COVID have affected the exchanges. So in terms of last year's programme uh, in academic year 2021, all um, exchanges were, were cancelled by the university. So no students were allowed to go out um, for safety reasons in 2021. For 21-22, um, next academic year, we're going to monitor the situation obviously throughout this semester um, and see how it goes. What I would say will be most likely was that is that risk assessments will be done for Australia and Canada. Um, and then once those risk assessments are done, we'll look at the exchanges. But we'll let you know with good notice. Um, but what I would suggest is not to make any financial commitments before we've approved the placement. Now, I know there's a few different stages to go through. You have to go through the application stage, have to go through the interview stage. It's then after that that we would then let successful candidates know um, but uh, we would be asking at that point as well, um, and nobody makes any financial commitments, such as uh, flights or accommodation or visas, um, before uh, final approval has been made by the university. So just a few things to note. Um, the year or semester that you spend abroad um, will replace um, the time that you would have been at Queen's. So that means that any marks that you achieve at your uh, exchange university uh, will be converted um, to Queen's grades and therefore will contribute to your degree classification. The programme itself is open to any uh, full-time Queen's undergraduate student and it's only undergraduate students this programme is open to. Um, you can go out in your second year or your third or final year um, but you ultimately must have the uh, permission from your academic school that, to allow you to go out. Um, we've seen in the past that there are restrictions on certain subjects because they have to be at Queen's for certain semesters and we've seen in the past those have kind of uh, it's been psychology performing arts and business that those have related to what we would suggest is that as you're completing the application form you will need to talk to your advisor of studies or your international advisor which we'll get on to later on but it's worth running past them to say look i'm hoping to go out next academic year do you think this is a good idea and um, also uh, medic medicine nursing biomedical science social work pharmacy and law students cannot generally apply. We would advise checking with your school, but that's the feedback we've had from your school. And that can relate to having to be at Queen's for certain modules uh, or the level of teaching in the host uh, universities. 
So why should you undertake uh, the university exchange program or any exchange program for that matter? Well, you know, obviously the big thing is going to another country and um, you're building up that cultural awareness. Um, you know, you're maybe going to either Australia or Canada, but, you know, you're not just going to be mixing with Canadian or Australian students. You're going to be, you know, you could be sitting in a class with students from all over the world. Um, so again, you're building up the cultural awareness as well as language awareness as well. Um, within career, uh, within the Global Opportunities team, we uh, were based within careers, employability and skills, and we're constantly talking to employers about what they are looking for in students. Um, and they're looking for students to stand out and um, to what, what makes them different. Um, and to be able to say that you went to Australia for uh, an academic year or Canada for a semester um, shows that you're setting yourself apart from other candidates for jobs. Um, you know, and it shows that um, you've stepped outside of your comfort zone and not just stayed in Queens. It also helps you build up um, life skills. A lot of the students that we would have coming back to us from doing these type of exchanges would talk about how it's built up their, their confidence um, and their resilience. And we'll hear from a couple of students later on who hopefully will, 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 will reiterate that. Um, it shows a degree of flexibility. Um, again, with employers who have maybe hubs all over the world to show that you're willing to go to different places, um, you know, to them is, is, is what they're looking for in some students. Um, and also this, uh, this exchange can go towards the degree plus award, which looks at the, you know, the, the skills that you build up from extracurricular activities. So that can go towards it as well. So in terms of our exchange partners, we have three partners for this program. Um, the University of Newcastle in Australia, Queen's University Kingston in Canada, and the University of Alberta in Canada. And in terms of the places that are available for Newcastle, um, there are two full time places available. And what that means is that two students could potentially go out for a full year or say four, four students for a semester each. Um, but there's two places, uh, full year places available. In terms of uh, Kingston, there's three uh, places available. Again, that could be six students going for a semester each. Um, four going for a semester each and then two for a full year or well, sorry, one for a full year. Um, so it can be a mix of both, but that's the amount of places we've available. And then for the University of Alberta, we have one semester exchange available at that institution. Now, in terms of the, I'm just going to go briefly through the three partners here. Um, and also I'll show you one of their kind of promotional videos as well. Um, so in terms of the University of Newcastle, so it's situated on the eastern coast of Australia, uh, around about two hours uh, north of, of Sydney. Um, the city itself has a population of around half a million. I think it's 550,000 at last check. Um, and as the usual city uh, facilities, restaurants, cafes, parks, gardens, um, etc. Um, and then a few kilometres away, uh, or a few kilometres south um, is uh, Lake Macquarie as well, which is um, Australia's largest seaboard lake. Um, and there's a lot of kind of sailing events, et cetera, which will go on there. So this university itself was established in 1965. Um, it's about 30,000 students across, across a wide range of disciplines. Um, 6,000 of those coming from overseas. Okay, folks, that's, uh, so that was, um, that was a kind of promotional video from the University of Newcastle. Um, also a few bits of information. Um, uh, university of Newcastle ranked in the top 200 universities globally. Um, and ranked in the, the top 200 most um, international universities. Um, it's got two uh, campuses, the main Callaghan campus and then Newcastle City campus. Um, the main Callaghan campus uh, is just kind of uh, sitting, it sits on about 140 hectares um, in kind of just uh, about 12 kilometres uh, northwest of Newcastle City Centre. Um, but it's an absolutely beautiful setting. Um, and Newcastle City campus um, is uh, just in, kind of in the in the, the central business district um, of Newcastle. Um, the obviously you've seen on the in the in the video there. There's a uh, harbour, coastlines, beaches. It looks absolutely gorgeous. And as I mentioned before, there's about six thousand overseas students who undertake uh, the who under who are at the University of Newcastle. One thing to note, though, the in terms of the semesters. Um, Anybody going out in the first semester of next academic year will go into their semester two. So there's a kind of, if, I suppose if you think about it, theirs is flipped differently to ours. 
Semester one for them is from, sorry, is from February to June. And then semester two is from July to November. So anybody going out in our semester one would go out in July to November. Anybody going out um, in semester two would go out in, uh, in February until June. So um, one other thing um, to note as well, um, because, of, because their second semester um, finishes in June, for anybody hoping to go out in their final year um, and go out in our second semester in their final year, um, because the, the semester doesn't finish until June, um, there can be a delay in getting your transcript back from the University of Newcastle to allow for conversion of marks. So it may mean that you have to graduate in the winter rather than the summer. So that only applies to anybody who's maybe thinking of going out in uh, their final year for either semester two or the full academic year to, to Australia, to the University of Newcastle, Australia. So in terms of the next one, um, uh, the next university is uh, Queen's University, Kingston. Um, so this is, uh, it was established in 1841 um, by, uh, I suppose that's about four years before Queen's. Um, uh, it's located in the city of Kingston, um, in uh, so and it's halfway between Montreal and Toronto. So you're, you know, you're between two of uh, Canada's largest cities. Um, it's set on the lakes of uh, the shores, sorry, of Lake Ontario, um, on a hundred-acre campus. So that was uh, that was a promotional video for um, Queen's University Kingston. A few wee bits of information, like I already said, it's um, based on or set on the shores of Lake Ontario. And Kingston itself um, has about uh, about 125,000 um, students, um, and uh, as you've seen from the from the video, it was named as one of the top five university towns in the world by BBC because of the other couple of universities there as well. Uh, as I mentioned before, it's um, it's only a few hours travel from Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa, so you know you've got real scope to see see those cities as well um, when you're there. Um, in terms of the uh, in terms of the university itself, there's about twenty five thousand students um, at the university, and uh, it has, a, has the highest uh, admission standards in in the country. Um, and then, as you can see there, there's about thirteen hundred international students um, uh, from more than one hundred and twenty three countries. Um, so you wouldn't be the only exchange student there, um, and you have a good chance then to to meet students from all over the world. Um, so, and then just to finally there, that the exchange operates in arts and sciences only. Um, so then our final uh, institution is the University of Alberta, also in Canada. Um, it's located in the city of uh, Edmonton, um, the capital of the, the province of Alberta. Um, Edmonton itself is a population of just over a million people. Um, and as you uh, expect from any big city, there's theater groups, symphony, opera, museums, art galleries, cinemas and restaurants. Um, so it's a it's a fantastic um, chance to go to to a, a very big city. Um, also, due to the the climate, um, if anybody's interested in winter sports, there's a chance to undertake um, winter sports when you're there. Um, so again, folks, um, another kind of promotional video um, for University of Alberta. Again, it just shows kind of the campus and um, looks again to me looks looks absolutely brilliant. Last few bits of information on Canada, um, as I said, or sorry, on Alberta, located in the city of Edmonton. There's about 7,700 international students. Um, and in terms of the, uh, the institution itself, there's approximately just under 40,000 students um, at, the, at the university. Um, you know, as you'd expect from uh, the city, I mentioned that all the, all the usual um, amenities uh, are there. Um, and because of the, the climate, anybody interested can, can undertake some uh, winter sports as well. Um, when I was doing my research um, into the, the institutions, um, a couple of things jumped out at me that uh, Edmonton's Ice District um, is Canada's largest sports and entertainment district. So anybody into maybe winter sports uh, might like to visit that. And also for anybody who's got a sweet tooth, um, one of the 23 bakeries that you need to uh, visit uh, around the world um, is Duchess, Duchess Bake Shop. Um, so that was uh, awarded by BuzzFeed. So um, anybody who's uh, got a sweet tooth definitely has to has to check out that that shop. Um, so in terms of the semester dates, and I covered kind of this already with the University of Newcastle. Um, as I mentioned, their semesters run, um, a, well, their semester two runs from July to November. 
Um, and then their semester one runs from February to June. So if you're going out in semester, if you're going full year, you'd just be going out from July to June next year. If you're going out, you know, for the first semester, you go into their semester two. And likewise, if you're going out for semester two, you go into their semester one. Um, and anybody in their final year who's potentially going out for a full year or second semester, this could have an impact on your graduation due to the transcript not coming back in time. Um, and then for uh, Kingston and Alberta, their semester dates are pretty similar to ourselves, you know, September to December and then January um, to, to April. So a few other bits to, to cover. Um, and I noticed that there was a question about the kind of the travel scholarship. So for any successful students and not students who get past the application process and we have an interview process um, and have been allowed access onto the programme, there is a £750 travel award. Um, and we hope that will go towards the likes of uh, flights or any, any costs that you would have. So for in, ter in terms of tuition fees, um, you're not required to pay any tuition fees to your host university. Um, anybody who normally pays NIGB or EU uh, fees uh, and is spending the full year out on this exchange um, would only be required to pay half the normal tuition fees um, for the 21-22 year. Any students, again, who are paying NIGB or EU fees and spend only one semester out um, at any of these institutions will just be required to pay the normal full tuition fees um, to Queen's. Now, that half tuition fee for anybody going for a year doesn't apply to international students. Um, you're still eligible to claim um, your normal student loans or maintenance grants as you would um, if you were here at Queen's. Um, and uh, therefore, you would only have to organise, well, when I say only, you would have to organise um, the cost of your accommodation, um, visas, travel, health and insurance. Um, and we've kind of put down a few estimated costs on the, the, um, the notes for the institutions that are, on, that are on my future. If anybody is concerned about money or wants to kind of look at plans for money, um, there is uh, the Global Graduates website, which is really good. Um, to give you kind of good advice on, on, on planning and your budget for the year. So um, we've got um, a couple of exchange students and I'm hoping we've got through our sound uh, uh, difficulties. So um, if uh, we've got um, Isabel, actually, it says Imogen on the screen. Um, my fault, absolutely apologies to Isabel um, about that. Um, I couldn't change it at, at, at the very last minute. So. Um, if I could get Isabel and Mary, maybe to turn on your your uh, cameras and your microphones, and we'll see if the uh, if the um, we'll see if the actual sound is working for you guys. And if it is, um, uh, I suppose uh, Isabel, can you hear me all right? Yeah. And Mary. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, Mary. Brilliant. Excellent. Okay. So, so, folks, look. First of all, thanks so much for coming along. Um, uh, so um, Isabel went out to the University of Newcastle um, uh, in 1920 for semester two. Uh, Mary mm -hmm. also went out in 1920 for semester two, um, but she went to uh, the Uni Queen's University Kingston in Canada. So, folks, I'm just going to run through a few questions um, and I'll start uh, with yourself, Mary. Um, well, I'll, I'll put it to both of you, but Mary, you can answer first. Why did you apply for the programme? Um, the main reason I applied is that I just knew I wanted to do something exciting with my university time. Um, I got the stage in second year, I hadn't moved out yet, um, and I just got the train up to university, and I knew I wanted to maybe do Erasmus, so do an exchange. It wasn't like a compulsory component in my module or anything, but I just knew, I, I kind of like didn't know what career I wanted to do, I wasn't 100% sure on what sort of direction I wanted to go in, therefore I thought that by doing an exchange and just being bold and just going to Canada, I would be able to sort of you know, experience something different and have take something away from experience and hopefully have an idea of what I wanted to do with my degree in a different setting away from home and just kind of, you know, go on an adventure, I suppose. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's, that's fair enough. It's probably the same uh, ideas that a lot of students would have. Um, and what about yourself, um, Isabel? Why, why did you want to undertake this programme? Yeah, I think probably, well, obviously the same sort of thing. Um, I stayed at home for uni, so I'm from just outside Belfast, and I think it was just the opportunity to get to travel. And I feel like Canada is the same. It's so far away. They're not exactly places you would go on for a two-week holiday. Um, they're countries you can only really experience if you actually 
commit to going there for so long um and obviously well I went also for the weather because it's so warm (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah just for the lifestyle just for a change of scenery um yeah yeah no brilliant um to go right back to the start uh you know you would have been sitting at one of these information sessions um maybe thinking about doing this program how did you find the application process and you can be honest um about that don't feel the need to say it, it was absolutely brilliant um it was uh, isabel sorry I'll, I'll ask you first it was hard i'm not gonna lie it was a lot of work um because i do a joint degree if you do a joint degree I don't know if it's changed, but you needed two references from two lectures from both subjects and you needed both course conveners to sign off on your module so that they agreed that your degree there would transfer over. Um, The actual application part was grand. It was just, why do you want to apply? Have you ever been away somewhere for long before kind of thing? How would you deal with homesickness? That sort of stuff. But um, it was one of those things you definitely had to be on top of getting your lectures to write you some references and getting it all in on time. I'm pretty sure I handed mine in like an hour before the deadline and printing things out in the library, but definitely kind of know what lectures you would maybe want to ask in the December. I mean, the application was due end of January for our year. So definitely kind of be on top of chasing people up for things. Yeah. Well, same with yourself, Mary, would you agree? Um, yeah, completely the same about being on top of things and just being super confident that this is something you want to do. I think is the main thing. I think that's what really kind of shines through your application is that you have you're organised and keeping going and getting your references and like knowing even like stuff like when you have to go for the interview eventually whenever your application got accepted, like knowing like information about the university and knowing that why you wanted to go and for these particular reasons. I think it's just important. Like it was difficult to make sure you had all your information together because there is that kind of like excitement of like I just want to travel and go on an exchange, but then you have to think about no, actually, what does this university offer me and how do I get that across my application and what will this actually what will this do for my degree more than so that what will it do sort of what will I go and do over there? Yeah. And yeah, no, that's that's brilliant, folks. Um, and I suppose like our closing date, um, you mentioned January um, as well. It's actually it's for this year. It's the 5th of February um, is the closing date for applications. But yeah, we, we would find um, a lot of feedback is that 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 course selection can be the hardest thing about the application form. Um, but I suppose when we think about it, those modules that you're going to be studying in Australia or in Canada are going to replace the modules that you would have been taking here. So, you know, it's you know, it, there has to be an emphasis on choosing the right modules for yourself and obviously for your course as well. So I think that's why that takes a little bit longer than maybe the rest of the application form. But Mary, yeah, you're totally right. We want to see students who have a reason why they want to go, have done their research, etc. But we'll get on to that a little bit later on. So, you know, you've gone to the application, you've been successful. Um, we've given you your £750 or, or whatever it was at the time. Um, and you're, you've gone to Australian Canada. What was your first impressions, and um, Mary, when you got over there um, about you know the experience? I think probably different in terms of weather, but Isabel, like just freezing because I decided to go when it was like minus fourteen degrees. I thought that would be a really terrific idea to like really you know <laughs> throw myself into that um, sort of new experience. But um, when I got there, um, I because I went to Canada, I my mom came with me, so we spent like a few nights in Toronto. Was like sure why not and then we went over to the university and first thing I noticed about universities at the campus was just like massive like I'm sure people would say that about ours as well but I think it's just never all completely snow like it just felt really like magical or something and my accommodation I stayed in halls so it was only like a 20 minute walk from campus so that was the first thing I noticed was just like it felt very like homey it felt very like similar to ours in the way that even like the buildings that were structured and things that just felt very vast so I think for me that was the first thing I noticed was just kind of felt it didn't feel miles away from um, our own campus. Yeah. And what about yourself, yourself um, Isabel? Um, I was the complete opposite. I arrived in jeans and like a North Face puffer coat and it was 33 degrees <laughs> in Sydney. And oh, it was awful. It was like having to change into shorts. I was like carrying a coat around. Everyone had sunglasses on. I think I underestimated the heat because <laughs> um, February is just the end of their summer. Um then actually got up to the campus it was kind of a similar feel like there they have their halls nearly split into colleges so they're very very protective of their own college so I was in a college called TEDS and 
like it was just immediately a home we feel there were quite a lot of other international students so I met some American girls and some girls from uni of Liverpool so it's kind of like a nice home away from home kind of thing having people from here kind of thing and the Australians themselves are so friendly um so literally I think my first day there I got lost and asked a girl directions and ended up going out for dinner with six girls that night like just really easy to make friends like they were so genuinely lovely and then within the first week they had they call it a week's orientation weeks they're freshers but like a pool party like a whole different type of lifestyle um buses to the beach everyone went to the beach Mm -hmm. it's like sitting on a surfer village so like it's a massive surfing town they had surfing competitions like it was just crazy um so definitely it was really easy to make friends like the homesickness did not last very long yeah my nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I suppose we find that um with a lot of these exchange programs that you know the first couple of days it's nearly the ex- you're riding on the excitement you're being there after a couple of you know maybe a week it can dip a little bit when you start thinking about home but nowadays with FaceTime and technology, um, you know, home's not that far away at all. Um, so you mentioned the the parties and stuff. Um, we'll just <laughs> step away from that for a wee minute and we'll just talk about the studies. How did you find, um, and I'll talk to you first, Isabel, how did you find the level between, say, Queen's and Newcastle? Um, I found it a bit harder to adjust at first, mostly because I was doing types of politics and history that I'd never come across. Uh, It was a major focus on Australian foreign relations, which is obviously something that I've never had to learn. Uh, But the lectures themselves were very supportive. And obviously, it's a completely different system. So it wasn't Canvas. It was trying to get to grips with their form of online stuff. But uh, the actual lectures themselves were quite similar. And you got good support from your classes. And the libraries were always open 24-7 as well. So it wasn't hard in that respect, but definitely it took a bit of adjusting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit of a jump, but if you if you reached out to the support, it was there for you. Yeah, and what about yourself, Mary? Yeah, definitely the same sort of thing. Uh, one main difference was the extra module, just whatever way the um, units in terms of how they sort of um, transferred over in Canada. I had to do like an extra module, which kind of frightened me at first because I was used to doing three, obviously like three each semester you have to do four um, and with the way that just took university I went to like the like the way that they tested you it was like little and often so usually with in terms of the module doing English like you would maybe get one massive essay which would be like worth maybe 75% of your whole mark for that uh, semester and maybe a, a presentation and you have your attendance whereas over there it was like you might have been having like a quiz on week one and then a small essay on week two and then a presentation week like it was very much like little and often so like that the grades were like worth small percentages but you felt that whenever you got to like that final exam that you had maybe built up a good amount of like grades or mark there so that's the one thing the main difference was like I find myself I was doing essays more often and doing work more often instead of building up to one like massive uh, mark but that was the only difference and I felt like in a way I got used to that and I was kept myself busy as well because it, it does distract you in a weird way because you are maybe a little bit homesick or whatever for like a brief moment and then you realize that you have work to do and that's okay. Hmm. Um, so in terms of integration into the, the life of the university did anybody get involved with any clubs or societies and I'll, I'll go to you first Mary just to, to help with that integration. Mm-hmm trying to think um I for me like it was because I had so much like I was going to like I'd be like like with like music and things like that and I wanted to join those but I had so much work to do like having that extra module that I found that I couldn't actually commit an extra like you know doing like joining something like that however with wherever my residence was they constantly had different activities going on so with the act like I was living with a bunch of um exchange students which is really good for the people from all across the world so whatever way our like residence was called ResNet. So for example, like we went for a weekend skiing as part of our um whatever way, whatever way that the, the accommodation works. So they would organise loads of different things. But we were meant to go like to this like maple leaf, like maple syrup branch as well, but then COVID happened, so we couldn't go to that. But like that was like our main kind of club. We had loads of different things going on within the um halls. So that was we all went down to different dinners and things like that. So that was the main thing that I was a part of and that helped making new friends as well. Brilliant. And what about yourself, um Isabel, did you get involved with anything, any clubs, even outside of uh the university? 
Yeah, so when I was over there, well, I joined the netball team. They had like a massive freshers fair and I joined the netball team and it was great. Like it was a really good way to meet people. Obviously COVID hit maybe about a month and a half, two months in. So obviously that stopped. But within the college, there were so many events nearly similar to Canada, but like the other way around weather-wise. So we went <laughs> sand surfing in the sand dunes and like the whole college went. It was a massive thing. And they did every weekend, people would go to the beach and do surfing lessons. Like they organized a lot of things for people to kind of get together and do. Um, they also had lots of like inter-college sports so like Ted's would play another college kind of Apologies folks, I think I, uh, it just went down there. Um, so uh, I hope you, Isabel and uh, Mary, you can still hear me all right? Yeah, I can still hear you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure if that was my... Uh, it was me or um, it was the, just the, the signal. So um, the last I heard there, and I'm going to just click on to, um, to the slide again. Uh, you were talking about the, is the netball team. Is, is yeah. it, I'm not too sure if that was quite a while ago. <laughs> so they did like a lot of inter-college sports, which was great. And they would get like every single person would be out supporting um, their college so it was just it was really easy to make friends and then the college I was in was catered so every breakfast you were with the same people getting breakfast together and dinner was the same so it was definitely like joining the teams and doing the sports even if even if you were really bad at it it was still the easiest way to meet people yeah and, and yeah no that's and I suppose that that helps when you're trying to settle in for those first few weeks and make friends and I suppose both of the institutions sorry all of the institutions would have um welcome weeks um and you mentioned about orientations and stuff like that so another great way to get um in case anybody's worried about fitting in and homesickness it's a great way to get over it um I suppose it would be remiss of me not to mention COVID um and I suppose how was your exchange um Isabel affected by COVID um well Newcastle were very well organized in getting everything online as they have people that do their modules online anyway as it is in Australia so putting their actual lectures up that was okay um in terms of living I actually moved down to Sydney with Australians that I'd met so I didn't leave Australia I stayed until the end of July until my visa ran out um but the actual college itself obviously a lot of events were cancelled um quite a lot of people moved home quite a few exchange students left a girl from liverpool stayed as well out of there was a group of five of us two americans and two from england so three out of five went home mm -hmm. um which was obviously quite sad but the australians themselves were so welcoming and it was then interesting i got to move to sydney so i spent you know four months in sydney which wasn't what was planned or anything um it was definitely hard making the decision to stay uh, as it was quite last minute it was nearly the borders were closing now um yeah. it was the right decision for me to stay just because i wasn't really ready to leave but in terms of the campus they were extremely supportive and regular emails even from queens um checking how you were where you were how everything was going um so from both sides it was there was definitely the support there but it obviously was hard. I mean, even just like trying to accept the fact that it wasn't exactly how your semester away was meant to go. But um, yeah, it was okay. Um, and what about yourself, uh, Mary? Um, how did you get on? Uh, but by the way, folks, did you? I, I'm assuming your um, studies then went online um, for a certain period of time. Um, yeah. But sorry, Mary, go on ahead. Uh, how fine. Um, I, it's kind of similar. I did go home. I think I was. I had to go home just before St. Patrick's Day. And that was the main reason. It, it was. It happened pretty fast, So because I don't know. It felt like one day it kind of wasn't a thing. And the next day, kind of everything kind of um, got worse. So it was more because I was living with like 12 people and like shared accommodation. But our accommodation emailed and they were like, um, unless you can't go home, like we would advise that you moved out. And, and then obviously the university was closing. So then it was kind of like, I, I didn't have anywhere to go anyway. So I just applied home and I, yeah, I was home for Patrick's Day. But no, my professors were amazing because they all, I think I was in all of my classes. I was the only, um, only one of like maybe a couple of exchange students and they were very much like, 
offered all the support and they said you know just like go home get yourself sorted don't be worrying about like it was very much like your like well-being was put to that the forefront there it wasn't so much like oh how are you going to complete your exam or how are you going to get this essay in on time like I know all of my especially with the time difference whenever I came home and um, all of my professors were really accommodating because it was obviously kind of scary and like uh, just situation to adjust to but no I find like I went up and spoke with all of them just before I left and they're very much just like you know get yourself home and we'll you know email each other back and forth and then I was able to complete all of my exams online uh, with um, the time difference and yeah it, it worked out okay in the end it was just disappointing obviously because I had another I think two months I planned to stay out there so um, it was a bit annoying but I mean yeah, as long as as long as you were able to complete, um, that's that that's the main thing. Um, and there was adjustments made. Now, obviously, for twenty one twenty two, we were, were very hopeful that, um, the exchange will be allowed to go ahead. Um, and you know, I suppose in general, we're kind of seeing a bit of light at the end of the tunnel with vaccinations, etc. So fingers fingers crossed. And like I said from the outset, for any of the students, we we will be monitoring the the situation and providing regular updates um i've, I've kind of went longer than I, I hoped to go on probably because the system went down but um i suppose girls would, would you recommend the program to anybody uh hoping to do it um and i'll start with yourself mary is it something that you would definitely recommend Any oh 100 yeah 100 it was it was a real like life changer for me like i completely especially because i it was my first actual experience moving out was moving to canada for, for three months um but i uh completely recommend it i mean obviously there is an initial if you're going out you know homesickness for a little bit um it's more just that sort of like you know sense of like separation from like what you're especially for me just because of my first time moving out of what like my normal routine was but like you make there's like there's just the first thing I will say there's no issue about making friends there's going to be a support network there for you and if you do feel if you do or you know are finding that difficult then there's so many people you can ask and especially at Queen's in Canada I find that like professors and the students are all just like so lovely and reassuring so I would definitely recommend it and uh, just throw yourself into it completely. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd definitely be the same. Honestly, even just applying, there's there's no losing. Like I applied and did the whole, I'll give it 100% my best. If I get it, I'm meant to go to Australia. Like it's a sign and um, just go and embrace it. I honestly, I can say I've made friends for life. Like I still talk to yeah. them every day. Me um, too. When the border opens, I would go back in a heartbeat. Um, just there's really no losing you cannot lose out from applying you if you go you go do you know there's nothing that is a negative in it I mean yes obviously there's homesickness but that is so easily combated I mean we're not living in a time where we need to go to a payphone or write a letter you know like you can ring your parents within a minute and talk to them there's no you don't actually feel like you're missing out as much as you are like you miss your friends but you can talk to them like there's a way around everything no, that's that. Look, that's that's great to hear. Um, look, folks, we're I'm going to go on with the slides. Um, but look, thanks for obviously coming along. Um, we we have the chat function open, so if there's any, um, if you're happy enough to stay to the end of the session, we'll um, I'll ask any questions that might be uh, might be relevant. Um, uh, by the way, when we finish this session, it kind of comes to a dead stop, so that we won't be going back into the green room. Um, for uh, Isabel and Mary. Um, so thanks again for coming along and 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 uh, uh, letting us have some of your time. Um, so I'll get you to turn off your cameras and your microphones now, um, but later on I might um, get you to maybe turn on your microphone again if there's any questions. Um, so we'll just continue on, folks, in terms of the, the application process. Um, so what we would advise now is to, to read the university notes that are up on my future, um, research the universities, um, and obviously look at their modules and I'll get on to the modules just a little in, in a few slides time. The applications are currently open um, on my future. Um, and what we'll do is I'll, uh, at the end of the session, I'll pop up the link um, to that, uh, to, that um, to the application. Um, we would advise when you're looking through the application to make an appointment with your advisor of studies or your international advisor or your director of education. Um, Maybe in the first instance, maybe your advisor of studies is the best uh, person to contact um, because you'll have to look at the modules that you can potentially study at uh, your host university and the modules that you're going to be missing um, at Queen's 
Um, ultimately, your school will have to sign off on those modules. So as part of the application, we need those modules or an idea of those modules kind of drawn up. Um, you'll also have to nominate a referee in your application form. So we would ask that that's an academic member of staff who knows uh, what your um, who knows that the, the, the kind of type of student you are and, and you know um, the type of work you've been submitting and, and can can attest to your to your marks as well. Um, I suppose what we're looking for um, is is students that um, are you know of a good academic standing because. Um, you know, you're going to be going over to a new university, a new surroundings, new city, um, new style of teaching. So we want students to be able to maybe adjust to that, um, uh, adjust to that when they get over there. Um, so the application deadline is the 5th of February um, at 2 p.m. Um, then anybody who's successful will invite to interview um, on the 17th of February. Um, so maybe it's worth kind of have a keep, look at it, your diary and making sure that that date is kept open. Um, and then if you're successful at interview, um, we will nominate you to the to the host university. Um, in terms of the application process then, uh, or sorry, the application form, um, the first part is just your personal details. And I would hope that you all will, will know those. Um, the second part is the academic career and qualifications. Um, so again, we want to see um, students, uh, we will be looking at your, um, your marks. So we will be wanting to see students with a good academic standing. Um, again, to keep up with the, the rigours of studying um, abroad um, in, a, in a different environment. The third part is um, your previous work and study experience. Um, so we want you to include anything that will be relevant, such as if you did do any volunteering abroad or maybe working in a summer camp, etc. If you don't have any experience abroad, that's fine. Um, don't worry, don't, don't rule yourself out. Um, you know, we uh, just um, still complete the application and you can put down work experience here as well. Um, in terms of your evidence of uh, extracurricular activities, um, as uh, Isabel and Mary mentioned, or sorry, as I mentioned about, um, you know, when you started uh, getting into the new university, you want to join your clubs and societies to help with that integration. So we're wanting to see students who maybe have experience of joining clubs or societies already, and that could be inside or outside of Queen's. Um, so we'll, um, th this will determine how you engage in university life in a different country. Um, so we want to see um, how, what, how your, your, your interests and your, your participation already in clubs and societies can complement that. And then the, th the fifth part is the personal statement. Um, the, the, the question then for that personal statement is discuss your interest in your degree subject. And how that interest uh, developed and the way in which your exchange year at your first choice university will complement your studies at Queen's. Um, and what we want to see is how do you, what do you hope to get out of it? Um, how does it fit with your studies um, and your career plan? Um, and we want to see that you've researched the university um, and this, the, the, the area that you're potentially going to as well um, and what it can offer in terms of modules, etc. So in terms of the uh, in terms of the application, um, and make sure that it is in before that deadline and uploaded to my future for that deadline. Um, we would only accept one and completed application form per per student. And on the application form, um, you rank in order of the universities that you wish to attend. Um, one, two, and three. Um, you can put down one, two, and three, or you can put down just your first choice. It's it's entirely um, up to yourself. Um, we would um, ask that you complete the course selection um, form for your preferred university on the, uh, on the application. Um, you only need to complete for your preferred. Um, and then obviously put down a list of courses and modules that, um, you're, uh, that you can do at your, uh, at your host university. Again, this should be uh, drawn up in consultation with your advisor of studies, um, your international advisor, or potentially your director of education. Um, and then also we need you to nominate um, a member of academic staff who can comment on your academic performance. If you're doing a joint honours, we would ask you to put down two members of staff, obviously one from um, each subject. Again, the deadline is 2 p.m. on the 5th of February. So what, they, what um, both Mary and uh, Isabel mentioned is about one of the hard parts, I suppose, is the module selection. Um, so I'm just going to uh, put forward a few slides now just to show you where to look for the modules um, for each university. 
<coughs> excuse me and the first first one um now the links to all these uh websites are in the guidance notes um on my future on the the um the job on my future um and it's down as a job in my future rather than an event or um uh you know it's down down as a job but i'll, I'll put up the link um at the end of the session so in terms of the university of newcastle you are going to go to the course handbook um, and that's, you can see just the, the website there at the top of the screen there, uh, just newcastle.edu.au forward slash course. Um, and the exchange itself operates in most um, subject areas. So it'll bring you up a list of the of the courses that you can do. You should search for your course. In this case, I've kind of looked at, at chemistry. Um, uh, and you'll see there, the one I've highlighted there is uh, physical chemistry. Um, and you can see that most in most cases, uh, any subjects that start with a two um, will be second year, start with a three, will be third year, etc. So you'll be kind of looking at those that start with a two or a three. Um, on for the New University of Newcastle, when you select into that, um, it'll show you the, the amount of units um, that the course is worth. So for um, the University of Newcastle, the, you should have three uh, modules you should be selecting three modules um at uh, 10 units each basically um so this one you can see has 10 units this would be one of the modules that you potentially um could study um and then you can see there as well it's level two uh, or 2000 level two um but there also will be level three courses as well so when it comes to um looking at the modules what we would suggest is make a note of the a description of the modules um, and these would be this would be what you would bring to your advisor studies um, or the person in your school who's going to help you with the, with the module selection because they'll want to see what the module actually contains. Um, so you can see there for that physical chemistry one, I've kind of highlighted there. It's got a description as well. Um, so for the next one for the university uh, for Kingston um, University, um, you would go to the academic calendar page um, and that's on the university's homepage. Again, the links will be in the guidance notes um, on my future. Um, you would select courses of instruction, um, and when you select that, it'll bring up all, a list of all a PDF with all the courses and modules. So you'll be then looking for your kind of um, your your courses in those. Um, you can see there I've looked at just um, I give an example of biological sciences, and again um, the one I've selected there starts with a two, which would indicate that it's a second year course. It starts with a three; it would be a third year course, etc. Um, and uh, for Kingston, uh, you should select courses totaling um, 24 credit points for the academic year or 12 per term. So you can see there um, on the selection I've made there, um, there's a 3.0. So that would indicate that there's, uh, there's three credit points for that module. So you would be selecting four modules um, per semester um, for Kingston. Um, so totaling 12 altogether. Some of the modules they have is... Uh, has a 6.0, which would indicate it's worth two um, modules, but um, you'll be kind of looking at the 3.0 modules um, for that. Um, again, it will give a, an indication of the, sorry, it'll give you an indication of the content within each of the modules. And again, that's what you would be bringing to your advisor studies. And then finally, um, the University of Alberta, um, when you log in, um, they have a, they have a system called Bear Tracks, is what they've got all their kind of modules on. And you can sign in as a guest. Um, I've just highlighted the section um, from the link, again, in the guidance notes, where you can sign in as a guest. Um, the exchange oper operates in most subject areas. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, there is a drop down um, on the next screen, um, uh, and it says winter term 2021. Now, um, obviously, uh, you'll be going out um, in. Uh, uh, later um, in the year than winter term, obviously 2021, because that's the term that they're currently in. But you can use this as guidance for looking at the modules that you can select, because the modules rarely change year on year. Um, so you would drop, select that drop down to winter term um, 2021. Then the next, uh, it'll then bring up another um, section and you can drop that down to your subject. And you can see here I've selected just English as an example. Um, and then it'll bring up all the modules um, that are available. Again, you're looking at the modules that start in with a two um, or plenty start with a three for, for those in maybe going in, or going out in their, in their third year. Um, the same as Kingston, um, you should select courses totaling 24 credit points 
for the academic year or 12 uh, per term. Um, full year courses are normally worth about six points um, and single term are normally worth about three, three points. Um, uh, and then it'll give, when you select into the module, um, you can see here, um, again, I've selected that uh, English module. It says the units are three units, so it's a, it's a single kind of uh, module. Um, and then it's got a description as well, which, again, you would be bringing um, to your advisor of studies. Um, so as uh, both Imogen and Mary both alluded to, um, this can be the hard part um, of completing the application form. But it's hard because we need to know that um, your school approve of the modules that you're selecting. So do this in conjunction with your advisor of studies um, or your, it can be your advisor of studies. Some cases you might be directed towards a director of education, or maybe the first port of contact would be your advisor of studies. So that's the kind of module selection for the three institutions. Um, so now, folks, I'm just going to go on to the, I'm just going to go on to the questions that we have. And we've got a, quite a few questions in the, in the chat. So I'm going to try and cover all these questions. But if anybody has any other questions, please, please let me know. Um, I'm going to go to, I think that's Avine, um there. Um, Hi, Conor Rory. Um, you said this program is only open to undergrad students. I am in my final year of my undergrad degree. Is there any chance that final years can do the sort of study abroad? If you're currently in your final year now, unfortunately, no, um, you can only do it as an undergrad student. So you have to be an undergrad um, at uh, during academic year 21-22. Um, so it's only open to undergrad students at the point that you're going out. Um, Ryan asks, uh, just to confirm, um, there's only one student place available for University of Alberta. Um, yes, uh, the University of Alberta only have one semester exchange available, basically because it's an exchange um, there has to be a, a parity of the amount of students that's coming from the University of Alberta and the same with the other three, the other two universities. Um, so currently um, there's been more students over the last few years have come in from Alberta than have went out. So um, we're um, sorry, all the way about there have been more students that went from Queen's to Alberta than have come in. So we have to try and balance that up. So for this or for 21-22 academic year, there's only one semester place available um, at Alberta. Um, so I, Francis said, I'm currently doing a politics degree. Am I unable to go to the Canadian universities? No, you can still apply to the Canadian universities. There will be politics modules um, at those. Um, uh, I think that's uh, Canaan. I might be pronouncing that totally wrong, so I apologise if I am. Um, does this exchange also do apply to master's students in their final year? No, unfortunately, it's only to undergraduate students. Um, this exchange um, applies. Rebecca, I'm in my second year doing uh, biomedical science. Is this is the degree suitable for this type of exchange program? As I mentioned at the start, um, certain subjects it won't apply to because maybe um, the amount of uh, teaching you have to do or the amount of time you have to be at Queen's or you have to be at Queen's at certain modules. What I would suggest is for anybody who's thinking that, oh, I'm not too sure if this will apply, ask your advisor studies um, if it would be uh, if you'll be allowed to go out on this module and indicating when you would hope to go out either for you know the full year or semester one next year or semester two next year and they'll be able to advise if you're if you would be allowed to from the schools if you would get the school's approval um kira do the arts and sciences only uh, at queen's kingston include psychology i believe they do um kira um yeah i think psychology is included in that one but i'll take that one away um, and I'll come back to you um, directly about that one. Um, yeah, and uh, I see Anushka, you've asked that question as well. Um, I believe, uh, yeah, psychology is considered, but then I'll, I'll, I'll come back to you on that. Um, Leah, I'm a first year undergraduate student doing international relations and conflict studies. Could I only apply next year? No, you could apply this year to go out in your second year. Um, again, the same, uh, the same deadline would um, apply as in the 5th of February and deadline for going out um, next academic year. So yeah, you could apply this year to go out in your second year. Um, so Amanda, uh, I'm doing English literature with creative writing joint degree. We haven't started the latter half of my degree yet. So do I still need to get a lecture reference to this? Yes, yes, you, you probably would. I suppose it will depend on, on when you hope to go out. Um, if you're going out for, uh, I'm not too sure how your course would work, Amanda. If you would do all your uh, all a certain subjects modules in your first instance, but I would suggest just to just to cover all your bases is that you get um, 
you get a, a lecture reference from both areas um, for that. Um, so, yeah, I would suggest getting um, uh, lectures that can attest to both kind of subjects for that one. Um, John, I'm currently in my second year, but look, uh, direct entry from a foundation degree in Belfast Met. Would my grades in my foundation degree be taken into account because I would only have results from a second year? Um, John, I would. I think we would take that into account. We we will look. We look back at the previous year. Um, well, sorry, the previous years, um, and we want to see students have a good academic standing. So yeah, anything uh, anything that could give us that indication that you're of good academic standing, um, would be taken into account because we because obviously when you go out to your host university, um, there is. You know, you're 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 having to get used to a new style of teaching, new environment, new accommodation, new friends, etc. So we want to, so we want to want students who are maybe struggling um in the previous year um who might then struggle going forward. So we want to see students have a good academic standing. So we we'll, we will be looking back um at previous years um uh, marks. Uh, Jack uh, mentioned there's a mention that uh, performing arts may have restrictions. What sort of restrictions were this referring to? Um, so I suppose Jack, um, that's the restrictions from the school. <coughs> with so certain subjects with performing arts, again, as I mentioned before, you might need to be at Queens for certain semesters, and um, you might have to do certain modules that you can't do at your host universities. Again, I would mention this. Talk to the, your advisor of studies about this. Again, saying to them that you're hoping to go out in semester one or semester two of next academic year, looking at the modules that you potentially do, and they'll be able to advise uh, if you're able to do that. Um, Alfred has <coughs> asked the question, uh, is law a degree appropriate for this exchange? Unfortunately not, Alfred. Um, law isn't, uh, because of the level of teaching in Canada and Australia, um, and the modules that you have to do at Queen's, law isn't uh, acceptable for this exchange. Um, is Ashley asks, is accounting appropriate? Um, I'm in first year. Yeah, uh, Ashley. Yeah, accounting um, can be uh, is is one that uh, can go on this exchange. As far as I'm aware, again, because we are not in, because we don't have the academic background that your advisor of study would studies would have. I would suggest that you obviously consult with your advisor of studies and and ask them the question as well, just to make sure that they're happy enough for you to go out on this exchange. And obviously as well they'll have to attest to the, the modules that you would choose. Um, so, Rochelle, um, uh, what, what would you suggest for first-year students looking for academic references? Obviously, lectures haven't really got to know us because we've been uh, online all year. Yeah, I suppose that's, that's a fair enough question. Um, yeah, I, I would still contact um, anybody who, has, um, who you've been in, you know, in contact with this academic year, um, any of your lectures who you know, that, that you've had modules with, at the end of the day, they'll be able to see the, some of the work that you, you, you've been submitting um, and your, even your, your participation in class as well. So I'll put down those um, academics who you've had more contact with, if that makes sense. Um, I, I see uh, Kenan, I hope, again, sorry if I'm not pronouncing that wrong, I'm currently in my third year and next year will be my final year master's degree. I'm currently in my third, third, third year and next year will be my final year in my master's degree, um, will I be able to do my master's in Canada? Um, the exchange is only open at, to an undergraduate um, at an undergraduate level, so I would doubt that. Um, but I suppose if you email Go Global um, uh, at qub.ac.uk, um, I can look into it for you, um, Kian, um Just uh, I'll need to have look at at what your subject you're doing um, and yeah, kind of your modules. So. If you just email uh, direct at uh, goglobal uk, I can look into that for you. Leah, so I need to have my application finished by the 5th of February for second year already. Yes, yeah, so uh, any, if you're hoping to go out in your second year as a next academic year, if you're currently in first year and you're hoping to go out in your in uh, next academic year, the application deadline is the 5th of February. Um, and that's, that's, yeah, for... Any applications for next academic year, that's the deadline, the 5th of February. Um, Richard, if the programme doesn't go ahead this year and I've been offered a place, could you defer until next year or would I have to reapply? Um, I suppose that's happened for students this second, or sorry, for, yeah, this academic year. Um, yeah, um, we have, we, you can potentially defer your place um, to uh, the following academic year. Leah, 
we would receive feedback whether we have been accepted or a place in time. So sorry for a place in time, so we can organise our accommodation contracts with with Queens. Um, we would um, we would give feedback. You know, you know, once the application deadline's finished, um, we will be letting anybody know who hasn't been successful that um, they haven't been successful before you're um, you're invited for interview. Then after the interview uh, stage, uh, anybody's not acceptable um, after that. We would hope to let them know in the next week or two after that, uh, after that um, interview day of the seventeenth of February. So we would we would be kind of hoping to let students know if you've got a place in the program by towards the end of February, towards the end of February altogether. So, um, folks, I know that um, I've covered a lot of questions there. I hope I've answered them okay. We've covered a lot of information um, over uh, over this uh, session. Um, I'm just going to put up the. Uh, the actual link to the application. You should be able to see that coming up on your screen now. Um, uh, Rory, my colleague, has put up the, the email address for Go Global. Um, if there's any questions that maybe I have missed or that you have any other questions, um, please don't hesitate in emailing Go Global um, at qub.ac.uk. And look, I'll try and answer them as best I can. But yeah, the, the deadline for applications uh, is the 5th of February. The applications go through My Future. All the information is on the on the My Future um, portal, which I've sent the link through now. So, so uh, I'll just finish by um, by saying um, thanks um, to Isabel and Mary for coming along um, and uh, uh, giving up your time to answer some of the questions. Or sorry, to give your your feedback um, on the, on your participation on the program. Um, best of luck to everybody who applies. Um, and like I say, the deadline is the 5th of February. And uh, we would hope then to let anybody into, uh, that we invite for interview uh, know um, probably around about um, that week beginning um, or the week after the, the, the 5th of February deadline um, because obviously the interviews then are the 17th. So, so thanks folks for, for coming along um, and I'll, uh, I'll finish the session now. You have been listening to Find Your Future, a podcast from careers, employability and skills at Queen's University, Belfast. For more career helps and advice, visit go.qb.ac.uk careers.